Hello and welcome. This is Real Talk Entertainment, a podcast where I'll be talking to guests from the world of music, sport, TV, film and theatre, as well as much more. But on this episode, I'll be talking to Megan Stickler-Sell, who's a director and a stage actor. I'm all right, thank you. Good, good, good. How are things with you? All all right? I've been working as normal. Nothing's changed there. Yeah, me too. Working as normal. No changes. But to be honest, Mm. that's kept me sane, so that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) Married life. How is it? You're quite new to this now. Married life is actually going very well. I'm very lucky. Um, Alex has been an absolute godsend over lockdown. Um, We're actually expecting our first child, which is very exciting. (laughs) Um, thank you. Um, but it's come with a lot of ups and downs with it. Um, and I've long story short, I've um, I've basically been put on no doing anything strenuous, no housework, nothing like that. Light and shining armoury stepped in and has done literally everything for me. Um, mm. just so I can carry on and work and do what I need to do in the background. But yeah, married life on the whole. You know, I I would say it's not that different from non-married life, but married life in lockdown is a little bit different, I guess, because you can't escape in the same way as you used to. <laughs> <laughs> no, true, very true. <laughs> Megan was asked when she first fell in love with acting and drama. If I go all the way back to primary school, I grew up in South Africa, um, and we did things called house plays. So we all got put into sort of houses and stuff when we joined the school and there was a little bit of friendly competition between the different houses and we used to do plays once a year that were written by the students put on by the students and then sort of judges came in and sort of awarded us all different things and that was probably my first proper branch into stage work and acting and I'll be honest from day one I was hooked um I absolutely loved it. It's <laughs> the short answer. Uh, but it also gave me a lot of skills. I found it gave me a lot more confidence in my day-to-day life and the way I talk to people and just the way I interact in general. Were you born in South Africa? Yourself? Yes, and I moved over here with the family in 1999. So I've been here over 20 years now. Um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a big adventure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've learned something new about you today. For this <laughs> I asked Megan, with all the plays she's done over the years, which was her favourite play that she'd done to date? I think there's different roles that stand out to me for different things. So I think the two that sort of stand out for me the most are probably both with Pied Pipers, um, one of which was Full Monty, which obviously I did with you. Um, And that really stood out for me because that was the first time I'd really stood on stage and sung by myself properly so that was quite a defining moment for me because I've always had myself as an actor rather than a singer or a dancer I act as a first sort of port of call and that was really pushing me out of my comfort zone but and I think the other one was uh American Idiot which I directed two years after Full Monty I wanted to say um that was just a different set of skills from the other side it was 
the casting process, finding people, putting together my own little team from that point of view. And the end product genuinely was beyond my wildest dreams. It was just such an amazing experience from start to finish. Mm -hmm. I did actually go to see it and uh, yeah, it was really Thank cool. you. <laughs> <laughs> was that your debut yeah. in American Idiot? Yeah. So it was my debut musical, certainly. Um, I did performing arts at college, so I'd sort of done some sort of local sort of student-y things, but it's a completely different kettle of fish when you've got a theatre and people around you and uh, making sure that everything works at the right time, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, was a, it was a very brave one for the first one as well. It was, shall we say, raunchy? It was, it it, was yeah, really mm. it's certainly a show that I had seen. Um, I mean, I love love the music of Green Day anyway. And it was something I really sort of connected with from the first time I saw it. So it was a bit of a no brainer for me to want to do it. Yeah. Um, but I was still quite surprised at the response it got, if that makes sense, because it was a little bit off the wall and not necessarily the usual style people go and watch and see. Uh, but I think actually just made it a bit more fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Megan and I then discussed what effects the COVID-19 had had on recent projects that she'd been working on when the country came into lockdown. <laughs> so um, I'm currently directing Greece also for the Pied Pipers. And uh, we had literally on our next rehearsal, we were due to run the show when lockdown started. So we were so close to the finished product and got shut down, basically. Um, so that's really our next focus. We've rescheduled that and fingers crossed we'll be able to do it in April. So it's a case of just taking everything that we've done, assuming everybody's forgotten everything <laughs> and starting it again 12 months later, hopefully with the majority of the same cast. So tough when you have to turn around and say to everyone, We've worked so hard, we've got this far, but sorry, we're, we're all going to go home now. <laughs> yes. It's really hard. It, it is, it is, it is. I think that's going to bring a few challenges in the way that we've got a cast that had bonded and had made really good progress and excellent work. And now we're almost starting again, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah really optimistic that come this time next year this will all be over and we'll have been able to do everything we wanted to do yeah. and all the shows will still go ahead and we're not going to have a second wave in I don't know I think they're predicting September November that's going to just put it all on hold again I'm just going to live in optimism that that's not going to happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah fingers crossed and all that yeah yeah absolutely my next point was going to be what do you enjoy doing in your spare time but I suppose that's changed a little bit now, has it? Um, it hasn't, it hasn't. So I still, I'm quite a social person. And throughout lockdown, if I'm completely honest, I think my social schedule, particularly at the beginning, was actually busier than it was on a normal week because it was an opportunity to admittedly remotely catch up with different people that I haven't spoken to in a while. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of got into a routine of we did a, a pub quiz on a Friday and a Saturday night with various friends and we do a Friday night takeaway just me and Alex and stuff like that so it's been a real adaptation from that point of view um we we sort of also play board games and tabletop games and stuff like that um so we've tried a few of those remotely so it's it's been sort of different experience but for me I'm not 
I'm not putting my hobbies to one side. I think it's really important, regardless of us having a family and whatnot, that we're still our own people at the end of the day and we don't just become mummy and daddy. It sounds really stupid, um, but we still have our own hobbies outside of it. So I'm not going to stop the drama side of things, full stop. I'm not going to stop the board gaming side of things because those are things that we enjoy doing. Um, yeah, it might happen slightly less often or we might have to adapt it slightly to fit in but I'm I'm not going to stop being me it sounds really stupid but I'm not <laughs> <laughs> well if you're at a loose end and you want to learn how to play Tetris like a master just just let me know I'm I'm your girl for that <laughs> okay okay thanks for that down without alcohol I'm pretty sure I can survive anything right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know <laughs> i get that definitely um so what what advice would you give to uh sorry i'm still laughing no you're fine <laughs> what, what advice would you give to any youngsters wanting to sort of follow in your footsteps and and uh go into the drama side like you did uh, i would say first off don't be afraid give it a go um it, it can be a terrifying really daunting experience and yes it can the first time you stand up and do any form of audition I mean I'll be honest I'm still a terrible auditionee now like I just go to pieces uh and I can't even tell you really why it's not like I've not done it before or I don't understand the process but it's something about putting yourself out there and just being so raw that's just still terrifying but um, the best thing I can say is just give it a go. If it's something that even remotely interests you, try it. Because the second you do, you find like-minded people. Everybody's on the same team. You may build a, a, a really good friendship group off the back of it. Like, I'm really lucky in terms of the people I've met and I've worked with. And they're all so, so, so talented. And yes, it might be people I don't speak to every single day, but at the end of the day, I always know that they're there. We're like a big family. So it's definitely worth it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I fully agree with that, 100%. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, have you done anything um, apart from stage work, uh, TV or commercials or anything like that? No, I haven't. Um, it's it's a world that it fascinates me, but in the same breath, I kind of almost wonder if I do it too, it sounds really stupid, too professionally, whether I'll lose some of my passion for it. Um, I sort of live in sort of the thing of, I've got to like what I'm doing. The second I stop enjoying it, is it worth it? and drama and arts and all that sort of stuff has been such a passion for my whole life but I think if I absorbed myself into it that far I wonder whether I'd still keep that love for it in the same way yeah I'd still enjoy it but it'd be a different way I don't ever want to make it feel like a chore right yeah so that's just my personal opinion on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah good one I did too yeah um so I was just wondering if you would tell the listeners about you and I having worked together. I think yeah. a couple of times now. I'd rather the story come from you than myself. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> if you could. So, I have to say our first experience working together in Full Monty was 
probably the best way we could have got to know each other, if I'm completely honest. It's the sort of show where you're quite literally at parts laid bare. So it changes that working relationship and that working environment so, so, so quickly. Um, but for a positive, you've got to be able to be open and comfortable um, with the people you're working with. And I have to say, it was an absolute pleasure getting to know you. I really, really do mean that. And I think from your point of view, uh, just learning more about you coming out of your shell a bit more because you came in ever so slightly after the start of rehearsals um, was really lovely. It was really lovely to see you grow and interact with the boys and us um, and just the different ways you worked. It was an absolute pleasure and I can't wait to do it again. Thank you very much. It's really nice of you. Thanks ever so much for being there. Have you come up with any unique ways of entertaining yourself in the house like what people have been doing on TikTok and, and Facebook and what <laughs> so I've, I've I'm aware of TikTok I don't have it or use it but I do enjoy watching some of them I'm not gonna lie um I won't necessarily say unique and I have to say going out to to work and doing the day job's been a godsend from that point of view mm -hmm. uh, to keep me entertained but I have been stuck in the house the last week or so and I'm slowly going mad so I've, I'm now an expert at Tetris. I've got a puzzle back out so I'm sort of it sounds really silly but I'm connecting with myself I'm not necessarily doing anything unique but I'm keeping myself out of trouble as much as I can yeah yeah <laughs> how successfully remains to be seen <laughs> so, so um no pets no no pets no I'm, unfortunately I'm allergic to the world so I'm quite limited in what I can and can't have um mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I won't get a pet at some point. I just need to make sure I get the right pet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how is the 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 nursery coming along? Has have you started on that yet? <laughs> I have a crib, so uh, the baby has somewhere to sleep, and that is literally as far as I've got. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's going to be the next point of focus. Mm -hmm. um, not not quite with a huge amount of urgency, but certainly some urgency because we'll have to get ready at some point soon. Um, we're just just over halfway now, so we're we're due in November, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's coming early. So we just need to be a little bit prepared. I think. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, I'm guessing you you. Have you had the baby sexed already? So you, do you know what it is? Do you want to know what it is? Uh, so Alex wants to know. I don't care. So we we will know and we will find out and and we will tell people as and when. Okay. Right. Right. Mum's the word then. <laughs> Just for now. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, given given the whole uh, lockdown scenario, a lot of people probably don't actually know we're expecting yet. So no, that'll I'm, be fun. <laughs> not gone there then. <laughs> nah, no, you're fine. It's not a secret. <laughs> Thanks ever so much for now. Then. Thanks for the anytime. Time. You take care, Jerry. Thank, Thank you. You too. Bye. 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 Well, folks, that's all we've got time for this week. So I'd like to say massive thank you to Megan Stickler-Sell for being a fantastic guest, for her great answers and making today a very, very 
special, unique and enjoyable show. I'd like to say huge congratulations to her also on the expected arrival in her family. And to you, the listeners, I'd like to say thank you very much. Come back next week when I'll have another equally fantastic guest joining me on the podcast. Until then, you've been listening to Jerry Crow on Real Talk Entertainment. If you want to contact me for any reason at all, please feel free to do so on realtalkent25 at gmail.com.